0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the Sustainably Healthy Podcast. My name is Nika Lee, and I like to talk about a lot of mindset topics. But today I have more of a, I guess you could call it a mindset topic, but an opinion of mine um, related to nutrition choices and developing a sustainably healthy lifestyle. And so um, yesterday I got kind of heated on a subject, and I'm just going to kind of explain the backstory on it. And then um, just kind of dive into the topic of today, which is what a sustainably healthy lifestyle is and the reason why it's different for everybody. And so yesterday I posted a, um, actually, I'll take it back to a couple days ago. Um, My mom sent me a TikTok of somebody talking about how bad prime drinks were for you. Um, Prime drinks are scams because the creator. Um, He's a YouTube influencer. My son watches him. And of course, that's why he wanted primes in the first place. The prime drinks, they're kind of like Gatorades, electrolytes. um, But apparently there are two specific added ingredients, like with most things here in America, um, (laughs) that can be uh, negative or can be detrimental to a child's health or to anyone's health, right? So added sugars, added. Um, I couldn't exactly name what the added ingredients were, but I I saw a post. It was a TikTok of a guy talking about how it could basically cause cancer or cause you know emotional distress, brain fog, all of these things that um I saw in this post and so when I went to this guy's page because obviously when I first see that I'm like oh my gosh I don't want to give my son primes if it's going to be negative or be um be bad for him or cause cancer in him like of course you want to protect your children from all harm right and so I um looked at the gentleman's p- profile on TikTok the uh, of the post that my mom sent me and I see nothing but fear-mongering saying, you need to cut out all gluten. You need to cut out all bread. You need to cut out all sugars. You need to cut this out. This is why you shouldn't have Chick-fil-A. This is why you shouldn't have this. This is why you shouldn't have that. And he's basically saying like scaring people out of eating those those convenient options. And you know, there there are better, there's good, better, best. But if you are like me and like a good majority of the population and struggle with already having an all or nothing mentality when it comes to food choices, then those scare tactics can really, really cause, do more harm than good for those who struggle with that. Um, And so I went to that page and all I saw was you shouldn't eat this. This is going to kill you. This is causing cancer. You shouldn't have that. You shouldn't have all of these things. You shouldn't have this. And I'm just like, okay, I've seen this before. Luckily, I'm a nutrition coach and I follow um, all, my whole For You page on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of those things are a bunch of nutrition related topics. And so I see so much. Um, you know, fear mongering, basically, you should, you should go all carnivore, you should go vegan, you should go um, keto, you should do intermittent fasting, like I've seen all of these things. And then now we're seeing a lot of things like, you should cut out all gluten, or you should cut out all and there is legit, there's, there's legitimacy in everything that people are saying, you know, there's, there's research that backs up all of the information that these people are, That these people are talking about or they're promoting, right? Carnivore. There's a lot of research that backs the carnivore diet. If you look into it and you are looking for the right things, right? But there's also research that can prove that carnivore is awful for you. Um, there's a lot of research that talks about veganism and how you can benefit from veganism and why you should benefit, why you should be vegan. But then there's a lot of research that says you probably shouldn't be vegan. Like no matter what, you are going to find you're going to find research that backs your opinion. So what i want to promote with this podcast and what i promote in my coaching is developing an opinion of your own that serves you. Developing an opinion and a relationship with food that serves you developing an opinion and a relationship with working out and just a healthy lifestyle that serves you not just physically it is important to make sure you are maintaining a physical your physical health and you want to you know live the longest and and live a healthy and and have a good quality of life while you are here on this earth right like yes it is important to take care of your body and feed it with good whole foods and majority whole foods but telling people to cut out all of these added ingredients and cut out all of these foods that you know can have can I will say they can have negative effects if you have an excess amount if i drink a prime drink every single day and have you know all i drink is prime drinks every single day yes too much of too much of anything too much water can be a bad thing um and so if i have too many prime drinks like it's not like i give my son a prime drink every single day he gets it like once in a while when we can find it at the at the gas station. But majority of the time, I'm giving him water. I'm making sure he is staying hydrated and maybe adding in a little bit of electrolytes if he wants some flavor. But I still make sure my son still has healthier food choices. But I also am not going to restrict him and say, nope, you can't have sugar at your friend's birthday party. Nope, you can't have that for dinner. Nope, you can't have any sort of, <laughs> sort of Chick-fil-A, even though your buddies at school are having Chick-fil-A night or restaurant night is at Chick-fil-A for your school. Like, I am not going to do that. And I'm not talking bad about the parents who choose to keep their kids from Chick-fil-A night and not feed them that. Like I am not speaking badly whatsoever about any parenting choices. Unless you are a parent like unless you are physically beating your child or causing physical harm purposefully to your child, I am not going to I am not going to judge the way that you parent your child. <laughs> Honestly, like that is not my place. That is not my, not my intent whatsoever. My point whenever I post things about, you know, my opinions about nutrition, it's to share my experience and to help people develop an opinion of their own. And so whatever works best for you is that is sustainable, that is also serving you is the way to go. And so that's what I promote is so many people think that it's just all or nothing, bad versus good. Um, There's good food and then there's bad food. There's no in-between. But truly ask yourself, like, what is good? What is healthy? What is not healthy? And for the majority of the population, they just need to focus on eating enough protein. They need to focus on drinking enough water and just getting in some more movement. And then and then once they get those things down, then they can add in some more whole foods, and they can start paying attention to their food choices. But if they're not even getting enough protein in, and they're not even un- aware of the amount of calories that they're consuming, and then they see all of this information on the internet talking about how there needs to be, you need to cut out this, you need to limit yourself from eating that, you shouldn't be eating this, you should be eating that. Like they see all of this information, it gets confusing and overwhelming. And they're like, no way, that's way too much effort. I'm just going to stick with what I'm doing and eat whatever the heck I want. It's all about just focusing on what serves you. What is something that you can sustainably stick to? Sustainably healthy means something different for every single person. What's sustainable for me and my lifestyle and my personality and my, my mental health is completely different, completely different than shoot. Even my husband, (laughs) his sustainably healthy is a lot different than mine because we have a different schedule. Um, we have a different, brain, we have different physical goals, we have, you know, just so many different, there's so many different, different um, factors that come into play when you are creating a, a sustainably healthy lifestyle. And so for somebody to tell you to only do this, or to not do this, like, you've gotta take a step back and look at the big picture. So if you're creating a sustainably healthy lifestyle, if you're trying to figure out what is best for you, ask yourself, is this something that I can honestly stick to for the rest of my life? Or even for a long period of time? Like. Obviously, if you have like a fat loss goal, you're going to need to be in some sort of deficit for a short period of time. That's not going to last long term. But the diet that you choose to be in that deficit. So so scientifically, the only way to lose weight is by burning more calories than you're consuming. Right. Doesn't matter if you eat McDonald's and (laughs) work out like you're probably not going to feel your best. But if you're eating, if you're burning more calories than you are consuming and you're eating nothing but mcdonald's you will still essentially see the scale go down now don't go take don't go going on the mcdonald's diet and say Mika told me that i can do mcdonald's and eat mcdonald's and still lose weight because obviously there's going to be factors that come into play you're going to start feeling crappy um <laughs> because you're probably not going to be getting enough protein in, but I mean, you know what? You probably could get protein if you chose to have the higher protein option at McDonald's. Like that is just fact. If you burn more calories than you consume, you will lose weight. All right. And so you can do keto and lose weight. You can do intermittent fasting and lose weight. You can do whatever diet that you choose and lose weight. You could do Whole30. You could do, um, you can eliminate foods. You can eat more foods. Like if your goal is primarily to lose weight, that's it. You don't want to, you don't care about anything else. You just want to see that scale go down. All you got to do is burn more calories than you consume. Don't even get me started on the hormone stuff or hormone health. Like that is a whole other factor. I think that's like a a buzzword right now that is like very popular in the online health and fitness industry. And that's how they get a lot of people. Oh, your hormones are probably out of whack. That's why you're not losing weight. Oh, I can help you optimize your hormones. I can help you fix your hormones. Yes, there is validity to that, like I said. But it all comes down to the basics. It all comes down to the basics. Drinking enough water. Eating enough protein, getting in some movement every day. Those are the basics. It's very simple. But so many people overcomplicate it and tell you you need to eliminate this from your diet. You need to stop doing, you know, stop eating whatever added ingredients, all of these things. But then, you know, the people who have struggled already with a relationship with food, and I'm speaking from my own experience, I've struggled so much, so long for so long. Um, I struggled for years, my entire life, pretty much with having an all or nothing mentality. When it came to food, I used to think vegetables were healthy and everything else (laughs) was not. Um, When I first started my health and fitness journey, I remember I lost a lot of weight because I was working out. I was moving my body a lot more, but I was eating little, almost nothing. (laughs) I would eat, I would eat a small breakfast. I wouldn't eat. So I went to work at like 7am. I wouldn't eat from 7am to probably 1pm because I would not allow myself to, to eat. I worked a part-time job. So it was very, you know, it was only those, that many hours. Um, I remember working at a, I worked at a preschool. Um, and I remember making snacks for like the little, the little kids and thinking like, I have to hold myself back. I cannot have this little snack. It's, it's going or else I'm a failure and I'm going to gain weight. And it was like a, probably like a little pretzel or even like a little cookie, like something very, very small that probably in the grand scheme of things I needed for a little bit more fuel. But I looked at it as bad. You know, that's not good. It's not it's not a part of my my diet. And so I would restrict myself. And so, yeah, I lost a lot of weight, but I wasn't able to sustain it. Wasn't able to sustainably make healthier food choices because I restricted myself, and then that's whenever I developed binge eating disorder, and so I went in. I went in. It was like a roller coaster. I went in waves of losing weight, restricting myself, and then gaining the weight back immediately because I would binge and, you know, not be able to sustain that, and then. Back when I first became a coach, I was restricting myself again, and then immediately I was restricting myself when I was on challenges. I would go stick with challenges. I would do these 75 hard challenge, or I would do whatever challenge that would keep me on track, and I would only be on track when I was on challenges, but then as soon as challenges were over, because those challenges were not sustainable, then I would fall off, and I would go back to square one, and I would gain all my weight back, and I would lose all the progress that I had made in that challenge. And so do you see my point? My point is to develop something that is sustainable, not just for your physical health, but for your mental health as well. What is something that you can mentally stick with long-term? Once again, if you were on a diet, I know I kind of got off track with that, but if you were on a diet, you have to understand that being in a calorie deficit is not sustainable long-term. If you need to lose weight, that is what you need to do. But it's not forever and if you need to lose weight the best way to to sustainably lose weight is to honestly work with a coach because work with a co- not just any coach don't just work with one of those coaches who promote um, 10 pounds in the first five days or else your money back like do not trust those coaches <laughs> because they're just going to they're just there to get get that collect that cash from you find a coach who truly cares who has been in your shoes who understands the struggle who understands how hard it is to make a healthy food choice when you are tempted with other other when you are when you have a hard time saying no when you really struggle with it work with a coach who gets that because i have worked with coaches in the past who don't understand that unhealthy relationship with food and it didn't serve me And don't get me wrong, I've worked with great coaches in the past, but having somebody who understands and can sympathize, empathize with you when you are having a hard time resisting those urges, who whenever you have a hard time, you know, saying no to to those temptations, or whenever you actually give into those temptations, and a coach who doesn't put you down for that. Find a coach who can work with you and help you develop a sustainably healthy lifestyle that serves you, that works with your schedule, your routine, your goals that you actually enjoy. Stop going with those fad diets. And there's and that's something that I, as a nutrition coach, health and wellness coach, I've really struggled. Um I've really struggled with with marketing. Putting my coaching out there, I've struggled with um, basically advertising my coaching, marketing my coaching because there are so many there's so many great salesmen out there. And I am a very honest person. <laughs> if you've ever if you know me, uh, you could ask my husband, you could ask my mom, honestly, even growing up, I am somebody who cannot lie even if I feel like it's a white lie or something like that's on the edge of about to be a lie, I can't do it. I go back on it and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm a liar. And so I feel like a lot of the health and fitness space right now, like a lot of them just kind of fall on the line of lying when they are promoting, right? They, they, um, something that I was taught was give people what they want, um, before they purchase. And then after they purchase from you, then you give them what they need. And I struggle with that because a lot of people want weight loss. A lot of people want to just see that scale drop. Right. And I really struggle with just saying, yeah, I can help you lose 10 pounds in one week or even one month. Like, yeah, I can guarantee you to lose 10 pounds in one month. And that's how I can attract people. And I just feel so sleazy doing that. I can't do that. I just can't do that. And so <laughs> I know this kind of got off topic but um but the reason why I struggle with promoting my coaching and talking about my coaching and and marketing and getting more people is because I don't want to sound sleazy but then I also talk about you know that a sustainably healthy lifestyle is different for everyone and I'm not like giving a clear picture of what you're going to get from my coaching but I think this podcast is really going to explain to you what I do as a coach, because the whole reason why I named, I actually started off by naming my program sustainably healthy. And then I just liked the name because it just fit my vision. It fit my purpose. It fit my mission to help people develop a sustainably healthy lifestyle that fits them, that works with them, that they enjoy, that they can actually stick to. But It's not tangible because I can't tell you that a sustainably healthy lifestyle is you 50 pounds lighter. It's not you with, you know I don't specialize in hormone health and that's the big pop word, that's the big uh, marketing word right now that I'm just like, I don't specialize in that, but my coaching can help you optimize your hormones because what I do is teach you how to do the basics and that usually helps with anyone's hormones whenever you're starting to focus on protein and water and movement. And so my biggest thing is I, like I said, I, I created the name Sustainably Healthy because it spoke to me because so many, there's so much information out there. That's what this whole podcast is about. <laughs> All of that information out there that you're just like, what is right? I don't know. What is, what's going to work for me? are my hormones off? Should I be cutting out all carbs? Should I be eating more fats? Should I not eat fats? Should I eat protein? Is protein bad for you? I saw like one time I heard someone commented on one of my posts or I saw, maybe it wasn't on one of my posts, but I saw on the internet that protein causes you to have ammonia or like, it was something, it was something so out of like, out of this world. And it's just like, what? Like, do you, do you do your research? And some, and a lot of people don't research because they just like, oh, I saw it on TikTok It must be true. Right? A lot. And, and, oh, it's a coach talked about it. So it must be true. And unfortunately, unfortunately the, the, the name, the title coach isn't regulated. So realistically you don't have to have a certification or any sort of education to call yourself a coach, which is kind of sad. It's not kind of sad. That is really scary more than anything, because anybody could be putting stuff on TikTok. You know how easy it is to make a TikTok? You all probably have a TikTok who are listening. And if you don't, you can make one in literally less than five seconds. (laughs) And you can put in the title nutrition coach. Shoot, you could even put in the title because you don't even have to have that, um, have it checked or verified that you're a doctor which is kind of scary too. So if you hear any bit of information, misinformation, or, you know, random things on the internet, either research it or find someone that you trust that is willing to teach you and educate you. Like for me, I am a certified nutrition coach, personal trainer, and I seriously do so much research. Every single day I listen to a nutritional podcast from doctors, or some sort of certified nutrition coach that is well known in the fitness space, like I make sure that I get all, excuse me, all of my information from credible sources. I don't just look at the first thing on on social media. Like I said, when my mom sent me that TikTok about the prime drinks, I looked, I, I dove deep. You know, most people would see that and be like, like my mom did and be like, oh my gosh, don't give your kid prime drinks. I saw this post on Facebook and on Instagram and on TikTok and I, and you shouldn't give your kids prime drinks because it's bad for you. But then for me, I look into the post and I see that he did, he did credit a, um, a meta analysis. He did credit like some sort of research article that he found, but once again, you can find research articles that can serve any opinion, <laughs> and you can pick it apart and say, oh, it says that um, out of this this trial or out of this uh, this this meta-analysis, out of this this uh, experiment or whatever, sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the moment, my, my words are not coming out clearly, um, but you can research anything and then pick the smallest thing out and be like, oh, one person died when drinking a prime out of millions and millions of people but one person that one percent that means that it's bad for you but it's like you know you got to really look at it from the from the grand scheme of things like every time you get in your car you are at risk of dying every time you go for a walk you don't know what you're going to come across you're at risk of dying every time you go to the gym you're at risk of dying like there's so much risk and so for me I am a person of faith and I'm going to take it to a little bit of a personal, um, I'm going to take this topic a little bit more personal because this is something that I think of every single day. And excuse me if I get emotional on this, because this is something that I is one of my biggest fears and my biggest fear is losing my son. Um, in any, in, you know, anything bad happening to him, that is my biggest fear. And I'm sure if you're a parent, that is your biggest fear as well is anything bad happening to your children. Um, God's taking them from you before, before you, <laughs> that is my, my biggest fear. Yeah. I don't even like to say it out loud. And so every time, you know, I send my son to school, that is something that I am terrified of because we see all over the internet that there are school shootings, mass shootings all all over the place and it keeps happening over and over again. And so when this last one happened not too long ago in Nashville, um, we actually, um, a week later, it was maybe it was a couple weeks later, um, we got an email from my son's school and they had said that there was um, there was a false threat, at my son's school of um, someone someone talking about bringing a gun to school and they said that they got all of the police involved and there was an investigation and it came to the conclusion that it was a false accusation. It wasn't true. But even that scared the living death out of me to where I started looking into homeschooling. I started looking into backpacks that had um, bulletproof vests or, you know, I started looking into all of those things because that terrified me. But I had to take a step back. I had to just really first off pray about it because that is something that I, you know, I have to give those worries to God because I have to trust that he has a plan and I cannot live in fear my entire life. And I cannot teach my son to live in fear his entire life because what kind of life is that? And if you're constantly living in fear, you're constantly living your life and worrying about The prime drinks killing you, then, you know, is that truly a life that you're, that you're living? Now, and I'm not saying to just go eat whatever the heck you want, because, you know, YOLO, you only live once, like cherish this life that you live, take care of your mental health, take care of your physical health, you know, make nutritional choices that serve you physically, yes, serve you, make healthy food choices, eat plenty of protein, eat, good whole foods that make you feel good energy-wise. But if you want to have a freaking cookie, eat the cookie. If it makes you feel good mentally, eat the cookie. I love ice cream. I will never cut out ice cream. Thank God I got a Ninja Creamy for Mother's Day <laughs> because I literally have ice cream every night. It was It's the best thing ever, totally off subject. But I refuse to restrict myself from anything because I did that before. I have restricted myself many times in the past, and it didn't serve me. Shoot, I even went gluten, um, dairy-free last year. I tried it for a while, and it was so, my mental health had never been been at its worst. Like, I remember just under so much stress, just not happy, not eating cheese because I cut out dairy. It was awful. (laughs) But... You know what, if you can sustainably cut out dairy, and it makes you feel good mentally and physically, then do that. Who am I to tell you that that's not for you? It's not that is not my that is not up to me. I'm here to guide you and educate you on what dairy is. I'm here to guide you and educate you on the importance of protein in dairy, right? I'm here to guide you and educate you and, and work with you to make healthier food choices that are serving your goals. That is what a good coach does is they sit down, they ask you what you want. They don't ask you what your, they don't ask you, you know, oh, you want to be just like me? Okay. This is what I do. Like, no, a good coach is going to ask you what does a healthy lifestyle look like for you? And what can we do with my knowledge and your goals and your previous experience? What can we do together to help you develop a lifestyle that is sustainable, that you love to do, that you love to stick with? That is what a good coach does. And so, you know, I, I. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but I just wanted to make this podcast because I was, once again, feeling very passionate about this subject. I was feeling very passionate about what a sustainably healthy lifestyle looks like, what that truly means, what it means to me, what it means to many of my clients. And ask yourself, what does a sustainably healthy lifestyle look like for me? does the healthiest version of me do? What is the healthiest version of me look like? What do they do on, for fun? What do they do in their free time? How do they handle stress? What food choices do they make? What food choices do they enjoy? Truly ask yourself, what is a sustainably healthy lifestyle for you? So. Anywho, that is all for today's podcast. I just wanted to share my thoughts here. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it to your Instagram story. Tag me in it, um, rate it, review it, whatever. Just share it if it was helpful to you in any way. Anywho, I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen and have a wonderful rest of your day.